Nick, how you doing? I'm good. How is everyone doing? Doing well. I like the uh, painting in the background there. Is that from the uh, Arizona roots there? That is. I had had my brother um, do some artwork for me when I lived here, uh, just of special places um, that like for me. So like where I was born, I mean, I did want to sign in California and I was technically born in Hollywood. So we did a Hollywood sign and that's for Tucson. And then we have a um, skyline of Dallas he did. And then there's one that's on this side of the wall. That's the mountains in California where we have a, a cabin my family's had that we've gone up there forever. And then he did a, another one for my mom that my mom didn't like. And I liked it. And it's hanging up in my bedroom. So I have a bunch of my brother's art hanging up in my house. But he only did art for me. Uh, here, I can hold on. Let me show you. This was like the first one he did, like a little baby one. And he made a really big one of that version um, for me. So um, he just did it for fun. And I don't know if he's done any more. He's just kind of fun stuff. So like not much great about a pandemic over the last two years, but I'd say from like a reporting perspective, like the the peak inside a player's, you know, like personal uh, personal space right like it it adds something that maybe we wouldn't get right if we were doing it in person so maybe we look at a silver lining there you know 100 i I agree with that yeah so thanks for joining us um my 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 question was really just how would you describe the free agent process in terms of like patriots all the way you know or was were you juggling another option um you know we we have been talking uh to them kind of the whole time um I had uh, talked with Cam and with Bill a little bit, and then my agent had worked on with uh, the, the back guys there. So um, it, it's kind of, we kind of knew we wanted to go back. Um, and we kind of, we, we made sure we, we exhausted all options at that point. And then once that happened, it was, um, you know, back to the Patriots and we were excited for it. Uh, my kids are super excited. So um, they're ready to come back up to the Northeast, come to a couple games and, um, and uh, watch us win some more. And then my last one, I don't want to monopolize this, but I, I'm, you mentioned the kids. I was going to ask you with a little, you know, a little multi-year type setup, not that anything's ever a given, but you're going to keep the same setup you've been doing, you know, with, and how hard is that if you are? Yeah, we're going to keep the same setup uh, just because it's kind of work. The kids are in their routine. They have what they know what's going on. They're, they're, they have their school. They've got their sports. Uh, my in-laws are here to help out as much as needed. Um, and then we're, we're at a small private Catholic school from, for the kids now. And my little guy will be going there for the first time in the fall. So, um, it's a real small community. They all know kind of when I leave and then, you know, they all kind of help out my wife whenever, um, is needed. So, um, they're going to, they'll keep the same schedule. They'll figure out a couple of games to come up, whether, whenever that schedule comes out, we'll kind of locked down a couple weekends and then um you know we'll we'll have fun with it just kind of like we've always done and next question chris ryan hey nick uh, congrats on the deal um just what do you think has clicked here in new england for you you know kind of on the personal side but also from a professional standpoint we've obviously had you know some of your best years um i don't know i think it's kind of you know a lot of guys kind of get better as they get older they kind of figure some things out, you know, I've kind of, I had some time off there. So I got to kind of really kind of look down, kind of figure out what I needed to do. Um, and then obviously got to 
a great relationship with Jake and Joe. I mean, they, they do a great job um, day in, day out, whatever we kind of need to do to, to get right for each game, for each week, each practice. Um, so that, that's a, always a big positive to have some continuity there. Um, so it, that that's a real big piece of it. And then having just a, you know, I, I think another big part is ha having the the faith in from your coaching staff to, that you're going to do the right, you're going to do what you need to do. Um, so it, it just kind of, it's all kind of culminated in here in New England. And um, I'm, I'm enjoying every second of it. I, I'm, I'm liking it. I'm, I'm back down here kicking in Dallas, uh, training, lifting, running, all that fun stuff. So um, just kind of getting ready to, to rock and roll again. You mentioned kickers getting better as they get older. Why do you think that is more of a, a mental side of things? Um, I think you can kind of break it down into that. And then I think there's um, – you just kind of understand the game. You understand the flow. You understand your misses. You under, kind of – you know, when you – as you get better at golf, you get more swings under your belt. You understand exactly what happened on that kick or where the, the miss should be or how it should happen. Kind of the same thing happens when – when you get older, um, I would say that, you know, you, you get a lot of young guys who can kick the ball real high and real far. And sometimes you got to, that real high ball in New England isn't going to be the best kick you could have. So you got to be able to work around that. You got to be able to have a ball that kind of beats some wind a little bit. Um, and you have to understand different stadiums, different turfs, different things. And I think as you get older, you, you learn to understand that and um, kind of really build that into your toolbox and into your your experience belt and kind of use that every time you go to a new place or go back to different conditions at, in Gillette or in New York or in Miami. You have different conditions all the time. So you can kind of recall some of those old games, old conditions, old whatever it may be, and um, old kicks and kind of use those as confidence builders and um, to kind of go out and and uh, do, do the job needed. Thanks a lot. Yep. Next question, Tyler Borunsky. Hey, Nick, welcome back. Good to be back. Um, you touched on that a bit, but just how much did you value comfortability as a priority in choosing where you want to play, uh, you know, this upcoming season and, and next few seasons now that's a multi-year deal? I mean, yeah, that, that's a big thing, having having some, some comfort in the locker room, comfort in the special teams unit. Um, Jake and Joe, um, they're al alongside me. I think that's that's a big, big key. Um, you see some of the guys who have been doing it for a long time at, at a high level. They've had that continuity um, for years on end. There's not really a, a rotation through the holder or the snapper. There might be every now and again, but it's not a constant rotation. Um, they can build a little bit of a, a you know, unison there. Um, so that, that was, that was, it was, it was a factor. I, I don't know how big a factor, but it was a factor uh, choosing to stay in New England and then, Understanding, obviously, Gillette, um, tough place to kick. Um, I, I understand that. I, I get I get it. I can – we get to practice there. So um, that's always a, a positive. Um, and then, you know, understanding Cam and Joe and, and how we work together, how we can continue to build on what we've done in the past and um, continue to grow together, that was a, a big thing. And then the value that the, the organization as a whole puts on the special teams is, is always big. I mean, people always say, yeah, we're going to put a priority on it. And then they don't necessarily do that um, where I think the Patriots really do. And they, they really value that uh, part of the game. And I, uh, I love that because that's the part I get to play in. 
Next question, Bob Sosi. Right. Thanks, Stephanie. Hi, Nick. Uh, welcome back. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious, when you talk about getting older and, and the longevity as a kicker and, and learning from past kicks and so forth, do you kind of, do you have uh, almost a catalog, uh, uh, you know, in your, in your mind of, of various kicks, whether it was Buffalo with the Cowboys beating them, you know, as a rookie uh, to the kicks you made last year? How do, how do you organize those thoughts and refer to them? Yeah, you kind of, I mean, I don't know if I can go back and, and remember all the kicks off the top of my head. Um, but if I saw a quick clip, I could probably remember exactly what was going on. Um, and I just think that's part of the sport and part of the position. Um, for a long time, I kept a, a real kind of detailed journal of how many kicks I would do, what I would, uh, how I would train, run, all that stuff. And then at what I felt on game day and how many kicks and what happened on game days and stuff like that. And so I, I could go back to a lot of those notes and kind of really understand what I was doing well, what I needed to do better at. Um, and a lot of that now is just kind of mental in my head. I, I've kind of built up that, that bank and I can kind of go back and remember, remember certain things. And then if not, I can just pull it up. I can get the, you know, the IT guys to go, find a clip and I can pull up the clip and then remember the notes that I had from that. Um, I'll still take some notes prior to, prior to games, what I think, you know, based off the weather, what's going to happen, what I need to kind of focus on and stuff like that. So um, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of little things like that, that I could kind of pull out some of those stuff. And I think a good one was when um, a reporter asked Sean McVay about a touchdown and he remembered exactly what happened. I think a lot of people can do it. Um, and with me, I mean, there's a, a sm so much smaller number of plays that I've played in my yeah. career than a quarterback who plays that many plays in a year. But even then those guys can remember specific plays and specific looks and stuff like that. So I, I just think it comes with the territory and how much film we watch, how much studying we do and, um, just trying to perfect your craft. Yeah, I guess the pitchers in baseball can tell you exactly what, what pitch they threw. X number of years ago and what the count was in the situation and so forth. Yep. And I think just, I think it's just building that up and, and understanding that some of those are, are needed and that situation will come up again and I will need to have that kick again, or they will need to throw that pitch again, or a golfer is going to need to hit that same shot again. So I think you have it in your mind. And when that situation arises again, you can build, like, pull from that bank and use it as confidence. Okay. I've, I've made this kick before. I've done it plenty of times. Um, let's just go out and do it one more time. Just a, a, a follow-up and maybe to wax poetic, if you will, on your career, philosophical uh, question about your career. I mean, 15 years is a long time, but you've had a lot of twists and turns along the way. You, you mentioned being out of the game for a little bit. And now to think you've got a two-year deal or this, this contract, whatever it entails down the road. Uh, to, to reach this point, when you came to the Patriots, did you envision this as a possibility that you would be here for more than you know, just a short time? Uh, to be honest, no. I mean, uh, my my goal was to to finish that year and then kind of see what was going to happen. Um, obviously, in 2017, when I was with uh, the Bucks, it was a kind of a sour taste, and I didn't want to end on that note. Um, but I, I also knew that 
most guys in the NFL don't get to choose when they end their career. It just kind of is chosen for them. So um, I was still just working hard, trying to get back in it. And luckily uh, got the call and came up and, um, you know, made the bet, made the most of it when I could. And then even that year I had that hiccup with the appendectomy and stuff like that. So just kind of things thrown out your way and you got to kind of roll with the punches and, and keep going. And then COVID hit and, and it just kind of kept going. So I just kind of took it one at a time and, that's how I'm going to keep going um, one day at a time right now, uh, one kick at a time, uh, just trying to get better every day and try to um, continue to help this team win as many games as we can. Nick, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yep, anytime. Thank you. And next question, Jim McBride. Hey, Nick, congratulations on the deal. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so in, in one of our chats with Bill last year, he talked about the conversations that you two had during practice, and he mentioned how much he's learned from you. And I'm just wondering from your perspective what those conversations were like and, and maybe some of the things that you learned from him. You know, it, it just kind of – they just kind of morphed. Um, we'll, we'll talk during um, a punt period. Like I'll, I'll stand behind Jake and, and you know, talk with Jake about things, what's going on, what he's feeling, or a punt return period. And – we're just kind of talking to understanding the situations we're going to be in on Sunday, whether that's the Buffalo really windy game or the cold game or um, something like that. So we'll just start talking uh, or field conditions, the turf. I know um, e each turf is different, which sounds kind of weird, but some turfs are really soft. Some are fast and hard. Some are spongy. So um, they take some getting used to. Um, and, and sometimes not for me per se, but some guys will wear different cleats based off the turf. And then last year, I think we played what uh, one grass game all year. And that was the last game of the season in Miami. Um, so we'll, we'll have conversations about that, about the weather, um, just kicking in general, um, all kinds of kicking stuff. Um, and then I, I've asked him plenty of older questions when he was first in the NFL with the giants and, and what he's learned and how the game has kind of morphed from then. And um, so it's always a, a fun time to kind of pick his brain because he's seen so much. Um, I've learned a ton in my, you know, short time here that I never had imagined that I couldn't have learned already, but I've, I've learned, uh, you know, in the latter part of my career here. So um, it's, it's always fun to, to just sit down and talk. Um, you know, you always pick something up and um, hopefully, you know, we can use that and, uh, continue to uh, to go forward. Thanks, Nick. Yeah. And we'll go final question from Chris Mason. Hey, Nick, congrats on the new deal. Thank you, thank you. Um, so when you got here back in 19, I'm assuming one of the first guys that you really connected with was Joe Judge as the special teams coordinator. I'm just wondering what stands out to you about your time when you were working with him? Um. That was actually the first time that this I had a special teams coordinator that was also a different position coach at the yeah. same time. So um, we I, we did have interaction all the time. Uh, that that's for sure. But mo most of my interaction was with Cam. Most of the specialist interaction was with Cam at the time because Joe had the other position group he was dealing with. At this, you know, he's game planning two game plans: offense and special teams. So um, you know, when, when it was needed, it was I tried to understand or I understood where he had to juggle both sides of it. So I tried to kind of keep keep it as not as quick, but, you know, as short as needed when we had to have those conversations. But he was in all the special teams meetings. Um, and then when we would do our specialists breakdown with Jake and Joe and um, 
and stuff like that, it would more be Cam handling that while Joe was with the receivers. So um, that's just kind of how it, it played out at that time. Um, and then Cam took over, and uh, so and now it's been Cam and Joe and uh, the specialist group together um, whenever we can get together. And COVID, you know, we're going to be yeah. separated to do this. Uh, you can only have a couple guys in a room at a time. So it's been a lot of juggling, but I'm hoping that um, the whole – COVID situation is behind us at this point. I'm hoping. You never know. Makes sense. And uh, I know you said you wanted to come back to the Patriots, but do you like kicking in New England? Like, if you have some other options out there, you know, maybe one's a dome team, one's a warm weather team, you know, like, do you like uh, kicking in bad weather? Yeah, I guess in my own kind of sick mind, I do. Um, it's kind of fun. Um, there's always something new. And I, I think at times, I don't – I wouldn't say because I've played in a dome and when I was in Dallas and I was young. So, um, but I think at times in a dome, you can kind of get lulled to sleep a little bit and you can lose a little focus where when you're outside in the elements, you're really having to focus for the entire three hour period plus. Um, and I kind of like that. I kind of in my own weird way, uh, enjoy being outside, being, having that little bit of extra, um, I don't know, element that has to be thought about, whether that's the weather or the, the field. Um, so it, I guess, yeah, I, I enjoy it, but in my own weird way. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Nick. Welcome back. Yeah.